I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, fam. Hey, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. This is a special edition, what we will refer to as one of our bits and pieces that we're going to be doing. I think this one is going to be a really, really good one. So welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Jay Tilly. And we are here to talk about... Well, we're here to talk about the one match, maybe two or three. We'll see how the conversation goes, <laughs> that you would show a non-wrestling fan, or some, maybe somebody who's been out of wrestling for a long time, to pull them into wrestling and to show them why you enjoy it and what you think they would like about wrestling. Uh, before we get started, I think we should talk a little bit about wrestling in general. For those that, like I said, if you're bringing somebody brand new, never watched it, what would they expect? What should they look for in a quote-unquote good match? For me, it's uh, the ability to to build the emotion in the crowd to tell a story from beginning to end, whether the story is a little bit minute details as working an injured leg or whether the story is, you know, passing the torch to a newer generation, whatever those are. And I think the psychology of a wrestling match for people that don't understand it sometimes can look at it and go, I don't get wrestling. It doesn't make sense to me. But when you start picking apart what goes into it in the little pieces and you can show somebody a match that maybe exaggerates that thing, that, that's what I look at, and that's what I think is kind of neat, which is what led me to the one I picked. But let me get your, what's a good wrestling match, and then we'll jump back, and then I'll tell you my pick, and then we can go into your picks. Absolutely. I think a, a, a good wrestling match is, it's like a an opera or a stage production where you have the intro, the opening bars, the music's playing, and then it starts to build. Like you're on a roller coaster, and you're... You're sitting back. You're like, oh, here we go. Now they've they've gotten past the collar collar elbow hookup. Now they've gotten a couple of knife hands, and someone's gone over the top rope. Now they're on the floor. Now they're back in the ring. It starts to build. Now someone's working from underneath, which is the like you said the the bad leg, like in uh, what was it '84 with Dusty Rhodes and the broken leg against Ric Flair, and that story and that that. Um, 
that, uh, you know, when he did his common man promo and, you know, now the, the fans are for the good guy and against the bad guy and the more heat that they can get. Um, and if it's a, if it's a tag team match, you get the hot tag and you get the, you know, everybody's bumping and feeding tables are breaking everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I just think the story you're drawing people in yep. and then the ending is just, you're just spent at the end. And that's, I just, as my wife calls it, it's uh, a male soap opera. Yep. A bunch of dudes uh, oiled up in underwear, which I don't necessarily agree with that part, but absolutely. The intro, the build, the end. Voila. Yep. And, and I think part of that goes into all of it is the physicality too. Right. Yes, all of it's there and it is what it is. Say what you will. The F word. The scripted word, all that stuff, fine, whatever. Getting dropped on the back of your head or on your neck or through a table, it hurts, it sucks, it's not going to be fun. So the match I picked, and I went through a few, um, I and I won't tell the other ones I went through to you, give me yours, and then we can kind of back talk some, but the one I picked was The Rock and Hogan Ooh. from WrestleMania 18. Whew. So I've said it on a couple of our podcasts before, uh, but I think that... So a couple reasons I picked that. If I'm bringing a non-wrestling fan in, someone who's probably never watched it or maybe knows a little bit but never got into it, one of the things I look at is it's two names you know. Hulk Hogan is a name, whether a wrestling fan or not, you know him. And then The Rock is, what, the number one movie maker in America, uh, Dwayne Johnson. So you have the iconic names, the two iconic names. The WrestleMania 18 package leading up to it, it kind of tells you the story. You know, the good guy, bad guy. The the Rock trying to defend against, I think, Hogan coming in as a New World Order. And the build to it. But what, to me, sets that match, in my mind, forefront. Holy crap, probably one of the better matches that I've seen, if not one of the best. Not necessarily the physicality, because Hogan was getting up in his age. But the emotions in that match. Right. The fact that they stood in the middle of that ring for felt like 10 minutes and the crowd going insane. Hogan Chance, who's supposed to be the bad guy. Rock Chance, the volume of cheers coming out of that and the noise. It, and just talking about it now, I get goosebumps because I remember watching it live going, holy cow, this is something special. And then just them playing it, they knew. So they take their turns looking at the crowd. They take their turns building it up. Then the match starts, and nobody in that crowd is booing or cheering either one of them. It's a very fair, we love everybody. And at this point in his career, Hogan was the bad guy. And up until his match, Hogan was booed in the bad guy. And they just, the match itself just kept building on that. And you get to the, the ending, you go through the match, you get the, the, the exchanging punches and the boos and the yays. But as the match goes on, it kind of starts rotating, and now they're cheering Hogan and booing The Rock. Yeah. And then it rotates again, and you're cheering The Rock and booing Hogan. It, the match was so well put together. I'm sitting here thinking, I, I can't tell you some of the high spots. I can tell you the end. You know, the double leg drop, he kicks out. You get a rock bottom. There, the, the end was great. The, the physicality of the match was okay. It wasn't a five-star Top of line, oh my gosh, Omega versus Will Ospreay kind of match. It was a emotional match. And I think I, I had a hard time going, okay, do I pick a match where, wow, 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 you're just amazed at everything going on, the physicality, the, 
the as Moxley calls it, the beautiful violence. But I think as uh, somebody coming into watching it who's never watched it before, to me, having the two known names, hearing the emotion, seeing the emotion, watching the kind of build, the not over the top, well, I mean, it's all over the top, but the not over-violent uh, bloody matches or or insanely, like, dropping in through a table and getting up, like, no-selling. Like, they, they did a very good job in this match. For someone who I think who's never watched wrestling to go, oh, I know these two names. Oh, man. Like, I know who I'm supposed to cheer for and who I'm supposed to not cheer for just by the way the crowd's acting. And then you get the finish and The Rock goes over. So the Hogan's passing the torch onto The Rock. Um, and this is right as The Rock is kind of hitting that peak and he, and he goes on to do amazing things. Uh, and then you get the NWO come out at the end. And the NWO attacks Hogan. And... They beat him down because he showed respect by shaking The Rock's hand. So then you get The Rock come back in and save Hogan. And then you get another five minutes of them cheering with the crowd and doing the Hogan's pose and helping each other out of the ring. It's just, that match just, it, to me, this is a perfect example of this is wrestling. It's the drama. It's the crowd interaction. It's the telling of a story. It's the ending. And then it's the continuation of a story that you want to see later on. Uh, and that that's the one I picked. Yes, there were many others I could have gone with. Uh, some recent ones, some really, really older ones, like Dusty Rose and those. But that's the one that I think is a non-wrestling fan. I can go in and say, hey, you know who Hulk Hogan is, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, you know The Rock, right? Yeah. Check this out. Yeah, when you if you can get a just a casual, or not even casual fan, just someone who knows, like you said, you know, there probably isn't an American or really a human that doesn't know who Hulk Hogan is. Right. Or if you just passively mention, oh yeah, wrestle oh yeah, Hulk Hogan, he uh he was at the wrestle match thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, you mean WrestleMania, the Rocket Wrestling connection with MTV and his cartoon and Jelly Whoop Brother, everybody knows that and Hulk Mania running wild. The awful movies he did. Awful movies. <laughs> and then and that's why was he <clears throat> Thunder in Paradise, the really bad T V show. Yeah. And then uh you know, The Rock to be able to cross over to the point where he owns a, a wrestling or a, uh, pr- a professional football league. Yeah. So if those are two great uh, examples of professional wrestlers who made the transition, who even still to this day, you know, Hulk Hogan is, is uh, known both good and bad in the public eye. But yeah, great call, man. That's, uh, you know, the, the funny stuff too. I was going, I'm on, um, I'm on the sports reporter right now and the sportster, and I was trying to find who produced the match. And the producer is usually a previously was a wrestler, and he helps the wrestlers that are going to be in the match um, pick the spots and you know where where things are going to fit in the match. And then some of the stuff gets called on the fly. Um, and then it talked about the buildup and the ten elements that we maybe didn't know. So like Vince went to Hogan and said, "You better bring it. This better be." Um, your A game. Uh, there were things that were supposed to happen, but because folks were cheering Hulk Hogan yep. so much during yep. that buildup, um, they they beat him down a little bit, and uh, he came in in a little bit weaker um, element. But yeah, man, great, uh, great. That's a definitely a great one. So, damn. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's yeah. like I said. It just it's got the elements you need. It's got the name value. Um, and like you said, with Hogan, I, I will say I did struggle with this one just because of some of the stuff with Hogan lately. Right. And, 
and the news. But if you take all that aside, I just uh, it's the one I stuck out of my head. What about you? I like it, man. I um and I went back and forth. I was uh I was gonna throw in a couple of different matches for different reasons, you know, mostly nostalgia. And then uh just some of the folks you know, some of the people that I know um know I'm such a big wrestling fan and I like a lot of the characters outside of the ring. Um I actually went with the two thousand SummerSlam, the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys oh. versus Edge and Christian. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss now this is a match that that's a good one was um wasn't supposed to be a main event and those guys went out and they challenged each other to bring it and they blew the roof off that place to the point where the main event everybody was just spent and uh (laughs) you know you still hear about that today um, I'm a huge Bully Ray fan, you know, wh- all the things that he's doing outside of wrestling and how he's contributing. And he, you know, he's uh, sort of a, a lightning rod of sorts. He says things and does things, even, a, you know, his wrestling character. He went from Bubba to Bully. The, just the match, the way it built, the those three tag teams exchanged the tag titles uh, from 98 into, into 2000 numerous times. They just blew the place apart. The Hardy Boys, they were the pop culture. Everybody loved them. Edge and Christian were the snarky comic relief uh, Canadians who would talk smack and uh, do the poses and take the photos and wear the crazy sunglasses. Christian with the sunglasses yep. before he came became Captain Charisma. I'm doing the uh, looking for my peeps right now. And then you had one of the best tag teams um, outside of the Rogue Warriors, probably in in the Dudley Boys. So that uh, just some of the spots, the they just burn the place down, and and that the excitement, the build, the emotion, you know, fighting from underneath the spear off of the um, the ladder, and then the finish, and you were like, it almost it didn't even matter who was going to come out the winner. And yeah, so for that reason, I went with uh, Edge Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys. Yeah, that's a strong one. I, it's funny, I, I forgot, I don't want to have forgotten about their match, but it was in my files somewhere. Yeah. And as soon as you said it, I was like, oh man, I remember that. Yeah. Was that their TLC one or no? This was just their no, straight just their triple straight threat. Because I remember their TLC one, right. and that was blow the doors off amazing too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And I like it because I've given a signals and now you've given a 
a tag, three-way tag. So two two good starting points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a strong call out. What were, what were some of the other matches that you went back and forth and were like, oh, and you know, like we've talked about and kind of a spoiler, uh, or maybe a teaser because we won't give the our final answer. But you know, my match had three tag teams that arguably could be on anybody's Rushmore. Yep, your match had easily two of you know two wrestlers that could be on anybody's Rushmore for different reasons, whether it was what they did for wrestling, what they've done after wrestling, the character, yep. a good guy, bad guy, you know, like Hogan could be on two different Rushmores, the greatest face and the greatest heel. Yeah. So it's like, wow. So we'll, we'll start peeling some of those out um, as, as we move along. But what other matches were competing um, for your number one? So part of it is probably recently by recent biases because the other two that were really strong in my head, uh, and I mentioned earlier it was Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega Wrestle Kingdom uh, 17, the one that just happened. I cannot believe, again, I like quoting Moxley, the, the beautiful violence in that match, the wrestling beautiful violence, the story they told, the run-up to that match and the, the work they put in to make it look like they really hated each other, and then the just the physicality and just some of the jaw-dropping things that happened in that match. Yes, it was an old-school style where the selling maybe wasn't always there and whatnot, but I thought that was a pinnacle, uh, just really great match. Another one pretty recent that was on my list was the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers in the cage. Uh, All out, I don't remember which one, but that match, the same thing, the storytelling, the the masks and the bloody mask and the thumbtacks on the foot, or in his shoe and all that stuff. I thought that was a really good, that would be to, I would show probably that one uh, to somebody who I know likes maybe those really big action movies and, and the kind of doesn't mind the gore and the blood. Cause that one got real bloody and gory. Right. Uh, and, and there, and that's kind of why I disqualified it. Cause it's not for everybody. Uh, and then same with the Omega and will offspring match. It's very Japanese style where it starts kind of slow and, mm-hmm. and slowly builds. And now most wrestling does, but, Japanese style kind of has that slow and then they get kind of hard hitting and right. that same thing. It gets a little over the top with the violence. And that's kind of why I was like, okay, well, anybody I could hand this match with, it won't offend anybody. Well, other than Hogan and some of the stuff he's done, but overall match wise, I just felt like that was the one. There are some other ones I could think of. Uh, there were some Dusty Rhodes matches that I was looking into. Yeah. Looking back to some of the old Ric Flair stuff. Uh, you know, looking at Heck, even if he's more recent about it, the Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins in the cage, where he tore his peck off, just for that whole reason alone, is that match was over the top. The theatrical piece to it, so that's the emotion part, and now you're drawing people in, you instantly feel bad for Cody, and then Seth Rollins comes in with the polka dot pants, he's just uber heel. You're making like grandma swear, you know. Yeah. And like, oh, I hate you, Seth. You son of a. And um, and just you know, yeah, that that's a that's the the perfect, you know, you get everything going. I honestly thought you were gonna go with a Bret Hart match. Uh, yeah, there were some of those. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels had some great ones. Um, now, I mean, o- overall, probably one of my favorite all time wrestlers was was Bret Hart, right? But as far as, like I said, showing somebody something to get him into wrestling, right. I think as much as I love Bret Hart and 
I would probably suggest this to people to go watch some of his stuff. As far as a first match to watch, he's so technical. And there's so many little things that, that as you become a bigger wrestling fan, you catch on that he okay. does in matches. Yeah. I think if I were to show somebody like my daughter or, you know, something like, who knows, somebody that's never watched wrestling, if I, if I went and showed him like Bret Hart and Kevin Nash or any of those really good matches that I watch now and go, oh my gosh, like, man, he's limping really good. And, oh, he knew how to twist that around. Right. To them, it would go over their heads. So it was something... Pretty easy, pretty basic, you know, a couple slaps, a couple chops, a couple body slams, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. because I, I just figured I didn't want to overthink it. I wanted something very simple to watch, very open story. And that's why, yes, yeah. I could give you a list of Bret Hart matches that yeah. I think as a more seasoned wrestling fan, hell, maybe that's a rush more we can add to his yeah. best matches. Oh man, I don't think I could cut it down before. Yeah. Maybe best, best matches of each decade. Right. Uh, but I just think as you become more seasoned into wrestling, uh, you would be able to appreciate those matches more. Uh, just like, you know, the Okada Omega series, you know, I wouldn't, I would absolutely mind blowing matches, but I wouldn't start somebody with those because there's so many intricate little things that is a novice wrestling fan could miss that if you went and watch, and you probably think it's boring, but then if you go back now that you've experienced wrestling and watch more of it, know some of the little things that go into it, you go, Oh, man, that's really good. Yeah, I I thought about if you wanted to draw some fans in, and the and I like your the way you looked at it. You were like, "Hey, we've got to. I've got to have someone. I've got to have names that are recognizable because you have a little bit of brand recognition in there." I was thinking that uh, you know you have an RBD match in there, or yes. he always did a lot of the you know fight from underneath. You know, he was never during the original iteration of ECW, he was never the world champion, but he was Mr. Oh my gosh. I never realized that. Yeah. yeah. But you so know him as Mr. think he uh, was Monday night or Friday yep. night or whatever. Yeah. And he was always fighting from underneath. And that's why I love dusty. Yeah. And you know, cause he was the common man and yeah, he was, uh, yeah, good stuff. So yeah. So there it is. Uh, we've got our, uh, match that we would say, Hey, uh, I want you to sit down check this out. So you understand why, I'm such a big fan. Uh, I went with the match from 2000, and it was Edge, Christian, Hardys, and uh, the Dudleys. And uh, Jay Tilly went with Hulk and The Rock. So can't go wrong there. Yep. WrestleMania 18. Don't don't get it wrong, because they did a Raw match, I believe, after that that was nowhere near as good. Yeah. WrestleMania 18 is the one to watch. It was uh, It was fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for checking us out here in the Man Cave. And uh, as always, you can find us on all our socials at, at the No Shave Man Cave. So you can check us out on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you check our uh, YouTubes out. And to that guy in Belgium, hit us up, man. Let us know uh, Let us know who you are. I really appreciate it. So I'm Ellie Jair. Jay Tilly. Worldwide. Worldwide. And uh, we'll see you soon on the floor. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.